Well, welcome back to Nightcaps at the Theater. Yay! Oh! Who are we with? Who <laughs> are we, who, damn you, Matt. <laughs> who, who are uh, we with today? I'm Matt. Oh, we need a name. Sin, Simba. Because that Simba is a Sin Cabrera. Oh, I'm... What's the fucking point? No one threw the ice cream. I'm just gonna give up on life. <laughs> Jonathan Kwiatkowski. Uh, I'm always laughing at death, Mark Zebro Jr. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what are we in the middle of, Mark? <laughs> what are we in the middle of? We're in the middle of uh, Amuse Bouche. Amuse Bouche. That's right. <laughs> yeah, where we take a look at pop culture throughout the week or weeks or months or years that we missed. <laughs> Damn Skippy. And, or future. You know, give our two cents on it because it's our podcast and not yours. Yeah, you can't tell us how to do this. Welcome to my podcast. Actually, if you do have notes and feedback, we would appreciate it. Yes, please. Or actually, We're here you know, for you, rate, audience. review, subscribe, comment, please. <laughs> let us know we exist. We're there. Help. Help. Are you listening? Almost. <laughs> um, so, first segment. TV court, bang bang goes the gavel. Who saw TV this week? I saw TV this week. You saw TV? <laughs> I did. Hi, Mark. He saw TV this week. <laughs> uh, good omens. I finally got around to it. Uh, I watched it all in one one sitting. Yeah. I was so so happy with it. Yeah. Um, it's <laughs> probably one of the uh, best straight to book book to television <laughs> adaptations. Straight to book. <laughs> book to From movie to book. Book to screen adaptations I've ever seen. And I, I couldn't be couldn't have been more happy. Um wow. Sheen and Tennant are the closest in terms of like character uh comparisons I've ever seen. They it, it's just it's they're so witty. They they feed off each other so well. I the first episode with them, uh, you you totally bought it. Their relationship with each other, um, and yeah, I was getting very like, uh, I mean, uh, the book kind of ha- translates this too, but I was getting really like Hitchhiker's vibes to the galaxy. Uh, Ooh, wow. Hitchhiker's guide. Yeah. Why did I say Not vibes? Hitchhiker's vibes. I, I meant to say Hitchhiker. I meant to say Hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy vibes, but yeah, but I do I, love me some Adams. It was um yeah it was it was so much fun um. There's maybe a couple characters I would say that just didn't sit right for me. I mean, not not to like a like a great degree, but where it's like, oh, I can't stand this. But um, I was like, like oh. um, I'm curious. The witch character. I mean, uh, Anthema. Yeah, Anthema? I, I can never pronounce her name. Um, I said it wrong too. But uh, <laughs> so, no, it spelled that. Way. But she was we'll fine, it, yeah. you know. Um, I liked her. Yeah, and you know, they, they you know, I understand they had to like maybe. Dwell back and some of the even like supporting cast members and that that like the the horsemen and uh, mm-hmm. the kids a little bit too, but mm-hmm. like uh, they're serviceable. They're they're fine, you know. Mm-hmm. They're not like you know like um like the kids like they're not like let's film this in for Stranger Kids things. No, they're they're just good friends and they, ha- they each have their own kind of quirks and personalities. Yeah. And I like hmm. the gender blind casting they did for a lot of like the up and ups in hell and heaven. Oh yeah, yeah. like Beelzebub mm-hmm. and so on. And I was so like, this is interesting. I like this. And uh, it 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 all meshed pretty well, and I, I was really happy with it. That sounds good. I'm gonna have to ask uh, Amazon to unban me so <laughs> oh, that I can watch. What this. you got banned again? <laughs> Well, they still haven't lifted the first ban. Oh, well, that happened. I didn't know there was a first and a second ban. You buy too many Fallout something something helmets and Amazon puts you on their wish list once. Uh, (laughs) Give me the kibosh. It's literally what happened to him. Another another tale for a scalping. Oh, another tale. It's a long story. Shit. All right. Well, yep. Yeah, uh, well, like that's the only uh, <laughs> live action show I watch. I, in terms of uh, anime? anime, that I have been on a uh, real kick with that. But uh, uh, I think the only one I really want to talk about is Ag- uh, Agresco. 
That's uh, uh, oh nice second season on Netflix right mm-hmm. now, and I've been wanting to watch it. That's like the Hello Kitty type one, right? Yeah, and you know what? I I thought that it was gonna be like straightforward like that, and I was like, I'm not gonna watch this baby shit. Like, <laughs> and uh-huh. then uh, then I was just hearing from the grapevine from like people who just don't really watch anime too much, but that also like now like even friends who are just like in the more office work um workplace and like seeing some kind of comparisons to like how they represent like workplace, especially in Japan and how it's treated there and. It it's really good and it's really funny, you know, and it, and it's short, you know. The te- you can watch a, an episode maybe that's just like on the fly, you know. They're about like maybe twelve to maybe fifteen minutes long, uh, nice. I want to say, and and they, and they, and it's as short as they are. They even feel like kind of like full length episodes, which I don't have a problem with either because there you get so much out of just like that like twelve minutes of. Uh, uh, of an episode, so mm-hmm. I, I I dig it. I thought uh, this new season was was pretty good. It kind of harked back to some of the some other um, themes from uh, last season, but that's fine. I think it just shows like more character growth in terms of a uh, some who even uh, uh, revisited uh, previously. And uh, I would also say if you want to have more continuity with it, watch the Christmas <laughs> special as well because mm-hmm. that bridges the gap. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, I it's a, that's a, it's a total recommend for me. Okay. So, uh, yeah, and that's where I'll leave it in terms of anime. I watch quite a bit, but I won't spend all day talking about it. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. There are other podcasts. There are that. other podcasts. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll have to pick up the anime mantle. <gasps> oh. I've been watching uh, Cowboy Bebop. Woo! This One is, of the uh, best animes of all time. Yeah. And especially at Matt's alley with all the music. and. Uh, oh, of course. Yeah. I uh, I love it. This is uh, this is my first time watching it like linearly. I'm mm-hmm. um, watching yeah. all the episodes you know, in order how they're the meant to be too. seen. Ooh, oh, not the Netflix movie though. No, not that one. That's kind of what I'm watching in anticipation of. Mm-hmm. Um, we I got mean, a live action Netflix Cowboy Bebop coming next year. It's gonna be a shit show. Yeah, but uh, As they always you know, are. For now, it's it's just so freaking solid. Um, the world building. It's kind of like what Mark was saying with uh, Agretsuko. Agresco. Agresco. Um, it was like uh, just so much can happen in a span of like 20, 22 minutes. You get a complete story, yeah. and it really feels like it doesn't feel like it could have. It feels like it could have taken 40 minutes, but that 20 or 22, you know, however long the episode is, is like just the perfect amount of time. And like there's not a second wasted in like a single episode of Cowboy Bebop. Just fantastic uh, character growth and development. And just I really like how they kind of pace out giving you the bits and pieces of each character's backstories and it's just you know they'll introduce one-off characters per an episode and they're just they're awesome they have like a full life of their own and you it's just so fully fleshed out i you know i can't praise it enough i went to go purchase it uh yesterday because mm. uh, it was prime day Dubai. oh it still is prime day <laughs> well like, yeah today but like well you should they, be supporting they, jeff bezos it's <laughs> a limited fortune i don't have a problem with jeff bezos he's fine God, Mark. <laughs> He's okay. He's okay you really in my book. People to hate you. I, I, I think so. I mean, if I can, if Mark's I could, views are not supported in its entirety by everyone else on this podcast. If I, if I could have anything happen, is just make the world hate me. Yeah. So. <laughs> There's some troubling stuff. I was super unaware of what's going on with Amazon until I, I read that it has to do with like immigration and ice raids and stuff, and I'm like, oh, huh. Yeah. Wouldn't have expected that. I mean, uh, they put me on a wait, a waiting list for for like a nineteen dollar Blu Ray copy, and I was like, eh, I'm not gonna get this. I'll have to Next wait. time, Bezos. I'll have to wait until like maybe when it goes up for like 50, 60 bucks again because it's vintage. 
Oh. So. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> La di da. But yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I think I'm like halfway through it and uh, super solid. If you haven't seen it, you owe it to yourself. I would say it doesn't really. It's fine. It doesn't really pick up until maybe episode four, I'd say. Mm. Uh, but once it does, it just does not stop. Uh, stop. It yeah. hits the ground. Can't stop. Won't stop. Tell me right when you get there. to the mushroom episode too. Will do. Oh, you're gonna love <laughs> the mushroom episode. And yeah, the music. Each episode has like its own style of music. It's it's mm-hmm. fantastic. The whole soundtrack's up on iTunes. Oh, yeah. I gotta check that out. And uh, yeah, outside of that, the only other TV I've been oh watching, God. which I think is something maybe we all want to talk about, Stranger. Yes, it's oh, uh, top of my list. Didn't, didn't, didn't see it. Ooh. But you guys can talk another, about it. Another thing for the internet to hate more. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Uh, I walked into Baskin Robbins today to pick up a, a Duncan because it's like Scoops joined. Ahoy, Mark. And there, Scoops Ahoy. And then uh, there, there's the cutout of uh, not uh, Ben Schwartz. Uh, yeah, there. Steve Harrington. Yeah, yeah. and uh, they also yeah. have a uh, special Funkos, I think. Oh no, but they're not Stranger Things. Just Baskin Robbins for whatever reason has special Funkos recently. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, but uh, you know, I talk, thought they were Stranger capitalism. Things related. But talk about it freely. I don't care about spoilers, so you go, go you go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> don't have to tell me twice. I mean, it was a good season. Uh, I thought it was a pretty good season. Uh, better or worse than season two? Better than season two. Okay, because that's where I, I fall to. I really liked how focused it was. Um, but they really just got to get a handle on their like overarching narratives where, you know, bigger is not always better or, you know, it feels bigger, but there aren't more stakes. Like I'm reminded of season one where and I just want to go back to it where like the climax of that well, was you really impactful. Matt. You can't go back to season one no matter how hard you try. Oh. <laughs> hey, uh, tell that to the writers. Yeah. They need to learn. But uh yeah, no. Uh, you know, the climax of season one took place in a bat, uh, not a bathroom, a classroom. <laughs> I think <laughs> I say bathhouse. That's a different climax. <laughs> a Japanese bathhouse, maybe? <laughs> Turkish bathhouse. You ever been in a Turkish bathhouse, Mark? That's the deleted <laughs> cut. I mean, I know this guy has. Yeah. That's the dire- director's cut. But uh, yeah, now that took place in a classroom and it was still really impactful and emotional. This just doesn't really have that same kind of uh, bite to me. I mean, I like the renewed focus, but they, they got to get a handle. On their season-long stuff, better. That's that's my take. And Winona, she doesn't have much to do anymore. First season, she was a powerhouse. Them's are fighting words right no, now. I, I Get want out. <laughs> I want the writers and director to give her more to do because I think they will. Yeah, she she's just like a foil to uh, Hopper this season. Yeah, and it was it wasn't as interesting as I wanted it to be. Right. And nothing as iconic as the Christmas lights. I just, you know. Season one, you I can't know, recreate. It's lightning in a bottle. You can't <laughs> do it. But you know. better than season two. I kind of wish we got an update on uh, one through ten, Eleven's uh, yeah. friends. But <laughs> Why? I like Let the, them die. I, I mean, I, I like them for its own it. stupid Stephen King. Oh, this is a chapter that doesn't have anything to do with yeah, the exactly. story. Sense of it all. Exactly. I like that. Yeah. Maybe they'll never speak of them again. <laughs> yeah. Which I would also enjoy as well. Um, I put down fun, fun, fun. And um, I know I interrupted you. I don't know. I was gonna say like maybe you see him in the in the Stranger Things video game. <laughs> yeah, straight right. to Switch. <laughs> He's been watching it. Um, uh. I put down instead of spoiling this season, I put down everything that I noticed that was referenced oh, in nice. classic '80s subcultures. Uh, I have Return or Night of the Living Dead, Back to the Future. Uh, lots of David Cronenberg this season. Tons of it. Tons <laughs> of body like horror. That. I did like that. Um, the Thing, Alien, Doctor Strangelove, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, Red Dawn, The Shining, Rosemary's Baby, The Omen. Um, I have to give props to Maya Hawk, who is the daughter of Uma Thurman, and, and Ethan, Ethan Hawk. Yeah, she's a fun part of this season, and yeah. her plotline doesn't go exactly where you wanted it to. Exactly. And I was like, mm, which is very this good is, because this is real nice. Yeah, I mean, even at the beginning, you could call like what's going to happen, and it doesn't. I, yeah, but even no, if it, I didn't call it. 
took me by surprise. No, I mean, no, I did I, have like three balls of wine that day and like watched it. No, I'm saying it, 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 as you normally do. I mean, whenever Stranger Things comes on, I'm like, I won't watch it. And then it's like four o'clock in the morning. I'm like, man, I'm on episode seven of eight. I mean, there's nothing you could do about it. Oh, I was surprised. And then when I messaged the chat, I was like, I even hey, said, Stranger I was like, I can't, guys. It's impossible. I've got this and this to do. And I woke up and I was like, I'm doing it anyway. I messaged the chat. I was like, hey, Stranger Things is out. He's like, I know I'm on episode eight. Yeah. But uh, no, I definitely didn't see that coming. But I feel like even if they did go that route, the journey was still enjoyable just because the character is fun. Yeah. And those characters together, Steve could interact with anybody. And it is awesome. Um, also a standout, Alexei. He's taking the internet by storm. Yeah, if you want to get into your Russian accent for chess, maybe you should give Stranger Things Season 3 a watch, Mark. There's a lot of Russians in yeah. there. Smirnoff was a little puppy. I like that. Yeah. And Team Erica Sinclair. Well, of course. <laughs> you can't spell America without, without Erica. Erica. Just so you know. <laughs> Sounds a little pretentious. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Erica Sinclair pretentious. <laughs> is this a new character? No, nope. she's been around since season one. Is she the, a, the, a, the sister? Yes. Of Lucas, yes. I like her. Oh, well, she, good. oh she, she's, she's a great. prominent part okay. of this season. Okay, okay yeah. cool. It's so maybe you'll like her this season. No, no Barb? No Barb came back? If no, Barb no spoilers. Came, hold on. If Barb came back, do you think that I would sit there on my That's hands true. in the chat and That's not true. go, Lord Jesus, Barb's back. Resurrection is right? possible. She is getting her exclusive mini Lego minifigure at CD's uh, Comic-Con San Diego. Is that something you should be excited about? I mean, I am. Because I like Barb and I like Legos. I do like Barb and I do like Where's Legos. Where's her Squirrel Girl? Isn't she going to be Squirrel Girl? Oh, that's that, true. Well, she's that's a, Matt's she, hot take. She's a perfect candidate. I know. Yeah. Matt's hot take. Patented hot take. Yep. She God should damn. be Squirrel Girl. Anna Get Kendrick, on this, Marvel. Anna Kendrick wants it, but I think she should... Uh, <laughs> forfeit? Let, yeah, Anna Kendrick. Forfeit. Get the hell out of here. Her time has passed. Um, um, I also put down there was some Christine references that I really love. Some John Carpenter vibes. There's some Tales of Earth or Tales from Earthsea, and obviously Never Ending Story was referenced in a way that took pop culture by storm and still does yep. to this day. Um, and Billy, we can talk about the character Billy. Um, I like what they did with him this season. I liked what he did with, uh, I mean, I didn't like what they did with him initially, because mm-hmm. usually with, in the Stephen King realm of bullies, it's like, <laughs> oh, they're just an asshole. They're gonna, they're gonna fuck up their own lives, right? And yeah. this, they're like... I feel bad. Right, I'm right. Like, all right. Uh, Dakri Monogri. I don't know his name. It's like Dakri. It's some Australian dude. Dakri Binks. Yeah, Montgomery or whatever. But uh, he does a great job this season. I just wish that it was just like villains for villains sake. Yeah. Just to give me that. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, I do. Uh, I think I'm the opposite. I do like the direction they went with it. I kind of wanted more of him um, being himself this season. Yeah. But uh, it was good for... What it was. What it was, yeah. I, and I have to admit, I liked it way better than season two. Season two was kind of the slump. And um, I have some hot tea for y'all Ooh. on the Stranger but Things. But I have coffee. Yeah, hot coffee on a fucking 98 Ooh. degree day. Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> hate Mark, everyone. <laughs> your hate at Mark. Hashtag hate he Mark. He baffles me. <laughs> uh, at Nightcaps, hashtag hate, hate Mark. Mark. <laughs> hashtag, <laughs> it's like the Colin thing where yeah. it's like, will Mark survive the next <laughs> issue? He's dead. He's dead. We killed him. We oh. killed him so you didn't have to. Hey, Mark, you've got your own emoji on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me strangling Mark. <laughs> There's like a gun to my head. Yes. Yep. Um, there's supposedly only going to be one more season. They were aiming uh, for I five. Know. I don't know about that. They said Netflix really wants just one more. That doesn't make sense to me. Does Netflix ever make sense, though? Fair. No. I mean, if they're still. ending it on their terms, I mean... What, well, that, that, the that, Duffer that Brothers' makes, terms okay was they wanted five seasons. Um, 
since the beginning. I don't know I why Netflix is like pushing this. Do they maybe want... for the same reason that they feel that they can't hold up their plot arcs? Well, I don't. I don't think you yeah. don't. You don't want to see. The, you don't want to see the kids grow up. I think that's the case. No, but they did they that good. This, they did that good this season. They're like, all right, they're older now. And I mean, last season was noticeable because Finn Wolfhard was like thirty years old, and I was like, spurt. I was like, gee, you're old now, Finn. <laughs> they you know, they all doing drugs. All those kids, <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown, they all like cocaine and it up. They do. I, I, I thought they still fit the role uh, when I was watching it, but they do have like a flashback to season one <laughs> using that footage. And it's, and it's like, like wow, holy. they young, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, when you when you hit that high school gap, you <laughs> yep jump right up. I think they could do a, a time skip. You know, keep it in the eighties, maybe eighty eight and eighty nine mm-hmm. for seasons four and five. Or go? Do but. they dare go into the nineties? No. <laughs> and then a giant clown is chasing after him. Soon, <laughs> soon. I can't wait. Uh, um, in Dolby. All right, Stranger Things. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. And there is kind of a fake out oh, yeah. from episode one yeah. uh, going into episode two that I did not appreciate because wow. I thought it was setting up something more interesting than we ended up getting. I just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah, they would have just ended right after episode one and been like, "Come back <laughs> yeah. for season four. But would have loved it. <laughs> some other teas. We might be getting a Christmas special. That's no replacement for a season four. I don't know. Down Abbey and some Christian specials in the recent memory have really like got their uh, game on the. I mean, I don't know if Stranger Things is going to follow the path of Down Abbey, but <laughs> does well, it's still good and as season three, so I think it is. Are we not? Are we okay with Netflix always doing Christmas specials for their? Shows? I like it. I, I, I like a, I like a good Christmas yeah, special. I mean, it's, like, yeah, it's uh, the BBC. Uh, <laughs> yes. I mean, I already did. I already said that. You know, I love like. Uh, Agresco's Christmas special. Um, I mean, I wish it would be Hanukkah or Kwanzaa um, or Festivus once in a while, but um, true. What is it? What was it? The the Wachowski show. Um, uh, Sense Eight. Uh, Sense Eight. They yes. did a, a nice Christmas special yeah, too. A nice Christmas orgy to watch with the family. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> gather around the old tree. Fuck with the whole family. <laughs> I gather don't around. Mind if I do. Gather around the old wood. Take your clothes off. Everyone else is naked. Uh, but there's my hot tea segment over. Um, let's talk about Big Little Lies. Let's do it. It's been so fucking good. Meryl <laughs> is this bitchy um, mother-in-law figure. That well, what's wants her character? <laughs> that Take wants, that, uh, Meryl. <laughs> it's about time Meryl. somebody brought it down a peg. <laughs> hashtag hate Mark. It's okay. That's literally the hashtag on the Big Little Lies <laughs> thing. So, I mean, you won't be lying. She plays an absolute bitch this season and is trying to steal Nicole Kibben's, uh kids after saying that she's trying to come up from killing her abusive husband mm. which is all the the big lie that's been mentioned these five women are covering up this big little lie that they accidentally well not accidentally like he was assaulting her and they pushed him down a flight of stairs and <laughs> they did they, as a team and they've yeah they <laughs> honestly oh, kind of sort of yeah <laughs> earth wind I mean, fire <laughs> go punch <laughs> yeah. really it was zoe kravitz that puts pushed him down the stairs but uh we get mm. we get her guilt this season um there's a disco party and strokes and no ice creams thrown officially. It's in the deleted scenes. And oh, I've never sad. had my heart ripped out of my... I, I messaged the chat. It's coming. She's holding ice cream. Meryl's right there. There's no other time they could do it. And then it just cuts. Cut. And I was like, what? Is there any significance behind this ice cream throw that I don't know well, about? Well, since you're both grandpas and don't go on the internet no, with I know Twitter. So you don't know it's a meme <laughs> thing that happened that, you know... In the first season? Reese, no, second season. No, Reese Witherspoon... The the first shots we got from the season were Reese Witherspoon throwing an ice cream cone at oh. Meryl Streep, and we went, "This yeah. season is going to be the best <laughs> shit." And then Meryl laughing in an interview well, said, "Oh, it's on the deleted features well, for the Blu-ray." Obviously, that was before they started filming, and and they were just like, "Fuck you!" No, but Meryl why filming. would they cop? 
like tease us with this juicy, juicy drama and not give it to us. That's yeah. my big. I just I think they want people to buy the Blu-rays. Uh, yeah, you know I'll be there day one if there's an ice cream scene. Uh, um, I want to give Laura Dern some standout. She is nice. playing uh, a character going through not really a divorce, but her husband got them bankrupt. Is cheating on her, especially in this last episode. She's like, "You fucked the maid! You fucked the maid! Don't ever fucking talk again!" Because she wears the pants on the relationship, but. Mm. Um, she can't get that together. I want to give Zoe Kravitz an Emmy for this season because she's dealing with the guilt and her mother, who was also abusive to her, and contemplating killing her after she's had a stroke because mm. she's been so abusive. And it's like, oh, she's been abused and now she's dealing with a. There's a whole cycle of abuse. And then oh, yeah. Nicole Kidman um, is on trial. And then apparently, what is the final episode next week? Really? Like actual trial? Like courtroom? Well, she's a lawyer. And oh, uh, okay. she's. She, I mean. The last episode was all of Reddit going, as a, a law expert, this would never happen in a courtroom in any way, shape, or form. She's like, I'm going to represent myself and talk to her, Meryl, on the stand. And everyone's like, this wouldn't fly in a normal court. And at the same time, Dennis O'Hare, who you may know from like American Horror Story, that's what I know. And other shit you've seen him from is playing like the, the other lawyer, the prosecutor going against her. And mm-hmm. he brings up like... Well, this is a court case about your your um, son. So let's bring up the fact that your husband died weeks ago. And here's a computer reaction, uh, recreation of what just happened. And that also wouldn't fly in a family is court. It, is it like the uh, like the Chinese or Asian uh, style animation that's like kind of crude? Yes, and it's just really funny. It, it is, yeah. Uh, and it, but I it's not that. like Alexander Skarsgård specifically. <laughs> it's just like a, a dough man falling yeah. downstairs. Oh, and the internet just got very upset that this wouldn't have happened in normal court. But... You know, next episode is the big fight of the season. <laughs> Meryl versus Kidman. Who's going to find it, right? <laughs> Who's going to win? Get your pay-per-views ready. All right, Ding, ding, ding. Sell tickets. Um, Pose. Pose has been good. Uh, last episode was actually really good, um, as opposed to what I was saying, where it was a little heavy-handed. We had a death of a main character who was trans and dealing with the trans, like, murder that is going on in our culture. Hmm. Just, like, the disregard for trans, you know, deaths yeah. in our society. And um, this main character who died is now appearing on the new Ryan Murphy show, 1984, American Horror Story, the next season, Mm. in a prominent role. So trans actor in a prominent role, that's good news for us. Even though Ryan Murphy, you know, we all have our thoughts about him. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, But I'll watch it. And it's a 1984 slasher, sleepaway camp. Come on. Yep. They're referencing (laughs) sleepaway camp in the trailer. And I was like. Wow. I think it's just time to get away from the 80s. That's that's my... Never. I, I, I don't know. Never. I think it's time. Never. That's my year I, that I, I wish I was born with. After Stranger Things and after It are done... <laughs> Let's it, take a break. It'll probably go to move to over 90s, to 90s. So I can yeah. get some TLC love. Yeah, right. Oh, I wish. Um, but it's been interesting... As opposed to Nosferatu, which I'm still watching just because I, I guess I'm a sadist, masochist. Yeah, I, we I know. like pain. <laughs> it's not good. They had a decent episode with a subplot that wasn't in the books in any ways, but that's most of the show. But it's not good. And I'm still mm. watching it because, you know, I need to support everything Stephen King has pushed out of his loins yeah. <laughs> into the world. Yeah, at least it's better recently. There was a, there was a one episode does not a good series make. No, I mean, there was a period in the 2000s where Stephen King stuff was just... Well, it's still going on. Doctor Sleep. I reread that this week. It was great. I can't wait good. for that movie. Yeah, watch the trailer. Kind yeah. of. Uh, <laughs> I was looking at my phone. I, I wanted to watching it through close eyes. I was in the theater when the trailer was happening, and you couldn't do anything about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then the Emmys. I just wanted to bring up some points. They were revealed today, and I thought it was topical. Uh, 
Time to play. How many Emmys did Game of Thrones uh, nominate slash win in total? Too Let's many. play this game. I'll give you higher or lower. Give me a number. Uh, five. Higher. Six. Higher. <laughs> Way higher. Six and a half. Way higher. Someone guess higher. We'll be here for an hour and a half. Twelve. Three hours higher. later. Uh, uh, 117. Lower. It's 32. They had 32 Emmy nominations for I this was thinking, shit show. I was thinking 17, and I thought that was high. 32. And Kit and Amelia are nominated Kit. for acting this season. Oh, Lord. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, uh. But also, Killing Eve Pose and Fosse slash Verdon swept the rest of the awards so we could pray that they win. Yeah. Um, best actress in a comedy is the toughest race that I've ever seen in my life. It's got Christina Applegate for Dead to Me, Rachel Brosenhan for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, mm. we've got Ju- Julia Louise Dreyfus for Veep, yeah. Natasha Leone for Russian Doll, nice. that's where my vote is, Catherine O'Hara for Schitt's Creek, Yeah, right. and Phoebe Walter-Bridge for Fleabag, which is the other show that I, you know, watch that sounded like Paul Dark. Yeah, yeah. That's the one with the hot priest. That's uh, Killing Eve as well, or, yeah. you know, that creator. Yeah. But that's uh, my TV court, bang, bang, gavel down, movie phone. Can we pick up the phone? Who will answer? We all saw a movie, but we'll talk about that at the end. Bring, bring. Hello? Oh, it's me. Yes. Shithead Mark. Hashtag hate Mark. Hashtag hate Mark. Um, all right. So, all right. Before the movie. Uh, we, well, before we all, the movie. Be, before the movie, we're, we all saw it together. Uh, oh, yes. We've got um, many things to talk about. Uh, I saw um, Hereditary. Ooh. Finally. Yeah. That's right. My pearls. Wow. And, and preparation for this review. I can't wait. I didn't think you were to do it. I didn't want to bash you in the chat. You like, kept, did you watch it? Did you watch you, you it? Kept did you watch this it? from us. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a good movie. Hot I thought, I thought it was Somewhere a- in the city. Yeah. <laughs> somewhere in the city. We're getting sued. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it, it, I, I, Ari Aster? Ari Aster. Ari Aster. Um, Really, really shines uh, in this in this film. Uh, I, I I haven't seen his uh, his short films, which oh, I know, need to. They're which fucked. I which are, they're fucked up. I, one of them I heard. Uh, yeah. you, Meet the. Um, like it, it involves a father and a son. Oh, and the Feebles. I don't spoil uh, no, the Feebles' no. future. Watch on this podcast. Meet the my Feebles. Pick. Meet the Feebles. <laughs> no, uh, but it's fucked up. Yeah, uh, all of the performances really shine in this in this uh, in this yeah. movie. Uh, I mean, you, you guys have already talked about this oh, at length. So one of our oh, top yeah. films of last year, according to our um, um, uh, last call. Oh hell yeah! Uh, it's it's a good it's a good um, psychological maybe even like um, suspenseful horror flick. That's also with splash of supernatural as well. Um, I do have some uh, maybe one or two grievances with this movie that kind of reflect on to the other film that we'll talk about later. Um, And that he's such a good director. He really is. Mm -hmm. And that was his first feature film. Like, just think about that. I was like, if I could do something (laughs) like that, I would like anyone could insult me. And I'd be like, yeah, but my first film was hereditary. So you really don't matter. And I I, I know he didn't uh, um, write uh, Midsummer, but I I didn't check if he wrote this one. He did. Midsummer. I thought he was just handed that script. No, No. I could have sworn. He was sorry. He was handed the idea by 824. By his own breakup experience. Okay, so this yeah. this may mm-hmm. relate back uh, to this or so I don't think in terms of story structure he's 
doesn't have it all worked out, I think, in terms of uh, narrative. I think he does. Uh, I think he's a brilliant man. I don't know. I mean, because with this one, there was payoff, and we'll get into that. But see, you're... Th- mm, oh, we'll get into it. Right, I need here, to save my thoughts let, for... Let, uh, hereditary. Stick let, to hereditary. Let, yeah, let me... All right, here. Um, so I can love you a bit more. There, there's, <laughs> there's so much that goes into his visuals that... Mm-hmm. That just really just stand out, and then mm. shots that just linger, and, and and just moments, scenes by scenes, and how Almost even make you lose your head, and how he, yeah, <laughs> look at that, and how he just tr- seamlessly transitions into some of them are just so so yeah. clever, and the Those way slash the cuts way, just bam day the, the way bam, night the yep. way frames it one that just goes from the 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 sun into like into a into a classroom just like the way mm-hmm. he just holds his own composure because it, it, at this point he's just so like broken yeah. and he's, he's he's just so fucked up and I'm just like this <laughs> this is, this works so well yeah. and t- and Tay Leone my God. <laughs> Tony Collette. Tony Collette. Hey, Leone. I'm oh, sorry. Like, they're the two. The t- they're the two names of actors I always get confused <laughs> for some reason. Tay Leone. I know. I know. I know. I'm so sorry, but they they always confuse me in terms of their Colette names. Collette is a Satanist. How it's doing? Yeah. Oh, Back yeah. Um, snubbed. Snubbed. Sorry. This, <laughs> but uh, should have won. Definitely. Uh, very. Very good. Very good. And, but the thing is, in terms of, like, I I knew where it was going. I knew where I was going from the How beginning. How did you know where it was going? You when, must have been when, spoiled. When, because well, that, that... I saw the trailers and I didn't see that coming. Now, now, hold on. I was spoiled by it. But so uh, that's how. That's then. not it, too. That's not. That, but that's not it. Well, wait, wait. What were you spoiled by? Or what were you spoiled about? We well, could say it. Our audience had a year and a half to watch the yeah. movie. So, yeah. I it, Cult, whatever. Witches. Yep. And, or satanical. And I, cult that, of payment. I, and... and, and who dies and like what ha- like not a lot of the beats I wasn't spoiled by which was nice you know and seeing mm. how they were pl- I didn't I, you know I didn't see any any like footage really the same that goes with hereditary and for midsummer so I didn't know how film wise or, or uh, it was going to play out so that was that was nice to see the thing is when it comes to the actual story of it uh, how it it lays it out very very subtly Subtly, but at the same time, like I know what's going to happen. How it, did you know what was? I think there, maybe there are clues. You there, watched there, it there, after Midsummer, clue, right? There's but, clues, but they're, but they're so obvious, though. They're but so they're on the not nose. as obvious as the like. Honestly, when she, when she talks about her mother in, in that, in that, like, like either to the little girl or during during the scene, it's so clear. I know what's going to happen. You I, knew that mm. <laughs> that her son was going to be possessed by one of the kings yes. of hell. <laughs> when, when Halfway <laughs> before she got beheaded in any way. <laughs> oh, my mother was doing rituals, and, uh, and she never and, said and, that. And, she said my yes, mother was did. a distant she person. Did. She right? said I rituals. Think, I, think said I just watched this movie, John. I just watched this movie. I'm not buying it. You can go back. <laughs> my you, mother was distant. She you, tried to make my brother. She said. Inhabit, like, she said her mother d- did rituals and said, "Oh, my my mother like oh, it's like oh she wanted she wanted you all to herself and blah 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 blah." She saw that her, yes, but that has a different context John, than I'm being you, possessed by one of the kings John, of hell. Go back and rewatch this movie. I it's, did multiple times. And she's and <laughs> legitimately what I'm saying right now. She. Almost verbatim, is that's what she said. Yes, but that's part of the magic of this film too, where you're like, but oh, I think it's a different. I was. This movie could play out like a. a but I was drama the whole time, a psychological drama. I wasn't and fooled. Then, I wasn't fooled by it. I'm sorry. I, I'm not. I, I and you watched it after Midsummer, right? Yes. I think maybe because they do follow similar trajectories. Yeah. Well, Midsummer much dampened more. Dampened it. Dampened the effect a bit more. 
Like, I would say, you know, if you're... Like, seeing this blind in a Jersey Garden theater, <laughs> yeah. like, and seeing the beheading scene and, and being like, oh, shit, this and, movie went <laughs> where I didn't expect it. And not really knowing who Ari Aster was at that point. Yeah. But in terms of, like, you know, uh, visuals and everything, that, it, like, that's that's effective, but story-wise and how, how it goes from uh, start to, to finish, like, I... I kind of know what's what's going to happen here. Hmm. I I'm sorry. I just I just do, and that's I, I, yes. I and that also comes from me saying like, I, I I was spoiled by it. But the thing is, it, it, but but they lay it out. But they lay it out so. But they do. It, it's like, a thing. It's like, so like, if you're not spoiled gonna, by it, you could piece together the mystery and say, oh, I figured that out too with a little help from our director friend, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't because if so. it wasn't laid out that way, the audience would be like, where the fuck did this come from? But there's other ways of going about yeah. that, and you can decipher those clues for yourself in terms of having the movie trying to, like, not beat you over the head, but, like, almost... It didn't, though. Oh, it didn't beat you over the head with it. <laughs> uh, that's, that's what I'm saying. I, I say it, yeah. did, it didn't beat me over the head with it, but, it, but it's, it laid out some of those, like, clues pretty, almost in your face telling you what's going to happen. Okay. For me, yeah. that, for me that's, that's what it was. For, I mean, for you guys, yeah, different, but... I don't know. I that that's I'm that that's use a certain hashtag. That, <laughs> that, <laughs> hashtag love Mark. But uh, that, maybe you'll be surprised. <laughs> but all in all, I I I thought it was a good movie. I I uh, I've I, heard people say they don't like it and they're they're disappointed by it too. I'm not I am not disappointed by it. I'm yeah. just saying that I don't let those people into this fucking house. <laughs> I, I I'm just saying like you could have got it maybe a different way in terms of. Like executing uh, the the story. That's mm. it. That's all I'm saying. I think I think it's a really good movie. I think everyone should see it. It's not as long as I thought it was too. Well, it which, is which, as long as you which, thought it was, but it flows which, real nice. Uh, which <laughs> thank God it was it wasn't it's as long. Two and a half, it's almost as long as it's uh, it's, Midsummer. Uh, it's, it's two twenty two, minutes less. Two yeah. two, two uh, no. Yes, it's only twenty minutes less. This this was two hours and seven minutes. Midsummer was two hours and forty five minutes. No, it was twenty seven. It's twenty seven. Sure, twenty seven. Yes. Yeah. We're positive. I'm gonna check that runtime. I got I got AMC <laughs> in my phone. Well, we're staying too long on this. So, and uh, no, we're not. We could talk about this for another hour. <laughs> Welcome so to I'll the Hereditary Podcast. So, honestly, but uh, uh, but the next film that I saw that also Matt has saw well yep. was Spider-Man: Far From Home. <sighs> do do do. Trying to turn the tables by bringing Daddy Jake into this, I won't forget <laughs> so easily. Jonathan will remember this. <laughs> Go for it. I hadn't seen Homecoming. Uh, until this movie came out, so I watched Homecoming right before Far From Home. Yeah. Um, I was kind of struck by how similar the themes were. Like, I don't know if we got much of Peter Parker advancing as a character. I mean, I get no. why they did it. <laughs> yeah, you agree? Yeah. Um, uh, well, here, you, you go, and I'll chime in. Oh, I, it was pretty much just that. Like, they were pretty similar films, but they were also weirdly disjointed. Like, Liz, the love interest from Homecoming, is not mentioned at all in Far From Home. Oh, yeah. And um, the Bye-bye. attraction for MJ just comes pretty much out of nowhere. And like, Well, I mean... I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt again. Uh, Go for knowing it. nothing about comic books... Comic book... Comic books. <laughs> They're basically the same thing, Com- aren't comic they? Comic books. <laughs> knowing nothing about comic books, when I first saw Homecoming, mm. I was surprised by the reveal that that was MJ. Yeah. Um, because I didn't know what to expect. And you might be saying, Oh, Jonathan, have you ever picked up a comic? No, I haven't. I'm not that kind of person. I was like, Oh, that's a great reveal. I thought that was... Like, that I came out of nowhere. Like, I, but I did piece together that the one dude was the villain. I was like, oh, He can't afford this yeah. house and have these kids come to this party without having some drug trade or some illegal dealings going on. And I called out. I was like, yeah, I did that. So I'm not an idiot. But I, I liked that reveal. I was like, oh, that's real cool. Mm. So, continue. But, uh, I, yeah, I mean, it is a cool review, but I think it 
just doesn't really make sense as to why Peter suddenly likes MJ. Just it happens with no uh, introduction or prologue or anything. It's like Liz moved away. Now on to uh, MJ, I guess. If you're not a Spider-Man fan, like if you don't know the story and haven't heard the names, I think you'd be really kind of confused by it. Um, I just wish it developed a little bit more naturally, but they're teen romance and this one is it's good it's fine i'm still not entirely sure they uh peter doesn't seem to have like too much personality to me and like mj's personality kind of overpowers him so i don't really know how they fit together that well but they do <laughs> uh yeah i've got a I didn't. Li- I didn't really like this movie um, mm. too much. It. it I. I. I haven't. Did you like a certain man in this movie? Can I at least get that? <laughs> oh, we're we're getting there. Well, um, I'll bide my breath. Um, <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I mean, I. I, I wasn't. Big, I was, hopefully, optimistic about Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw it pretty late. I think it was like right before, like maybe Infinity War had come out, and I was sort of on board at first with Tom Holland as Spider-Man, and that was when he was, you know, when he was first introduced into mm-hmm. Civil War, and then I was like, oh yeah, he's a little bit quippy here, but it's like, you know, he doesn't really have much going on for him, you know, yeah. like I, yeah, it's it's the typical high school like like awkwardness and stuff like, but it's like, it's not really Peter, you know, it's it's not yeah, there's not a lot really going on there. And yeah, it's it's like you said, where it's like the the romance between him and MJ just comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's not really developed as much as, as in the previous film, and I don't really care much for for Zendaya. I don't know where she really comes from as well. I think music, Disney Channel, yeah, Disney. Or, I mean, no, like a dance show. I yeah, I haven't seen enough from her. And she's a style icon too. I, well, <laughs> sure, I, I I haven't seen her style, so I mean, uh, I, I I don't I don't I don't really buy into it. Mm. Um, I mean, I. Here's my thing. I, I like the the first hour hour of the film. Completely bored. I couldn't care less about what was <laughs> happening. Um, once it picked up steam a little bit, I think towards like the, I guess maybe the middle of the film. I was really liking it. I was liking where it was going, and this helped develop in terms of a. Uh, uh, you're about to say uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's character as a uh, as a uh, Mysterio, and I was I was. I was totally into it. I was into it like oh, like him. when Those you first eyes, he could just stare at me and he'd be. <laughs> I mean, he's like oh, the he's like he's got kind of bug eyes. I mean, okay. they're nice. I'm okay with that. But yeah. yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, bug, he's bug me. <laughs> uh, he's one of the first like faces you see once the oh, movie comes on. Thank God and, <laughs> that gave um, me my seat. And, like, oh, and I was liking the direction they were taking it with him at first, but then I, I was like, oh wait. I know what they're gonna do here. It's and, an and, American uh, film, of course. You gotta hold, fucking know what they on, do. Hold on, let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> I liked it. I like what the, what they end up doing with it because it's like, oh, like uh, like like that's the kind of expected of his character. But like, I like how they did it. Mm. I really I really dug it. And like the, are you talking about the scene in the bar yeah. in particular? Yeah, like, I did like how that was handled. That was and like from from there really on fun out. Feeling to from it. there on out, I was I was totally into it. I yeah. was like, this he's the best part of this movie. And I like that the Spider-Man movies they they have good villains with like reasonable justifications. It's mm-hmm. not like yeah, My, um, of course it's not wanting to take over the world. It's just like being grieved by by uh, someone a super powered human but a superhero the, if you will the thing is now it all falls now on tony stark and it's like now that robin yeah. Jr. is gone it's like oh now yeah. we, he's we, gone we, we left behind a legacy here it's like but it's like he won't be back when he needs more money this like this is the problem now where it's like spider-man like 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 his icon is iron man and it's like no it shouldn't be i mean yes yeah. he, he's is that the one comic book accurate no it's not exactly. but like the, but, but it's it has nothing to do with that it's like tony stark's an asshole and yeah. and and 
like specifically like this incarnation of him it's like he brought him into a conflict which he shouldn't have been and then it's like uh, there's nothing so there's nothing i feel authentic about this version of spider-man he, do, he doesn't do anything really much on his own everything's kind of handed to him to, to some regard yeah all his tech and everything and and it, it feels less spider-man uh, than than i want it to be you i think know? he'll start earning it next solo outing that he has next movie but, but it's pretty late by then is it better yeah. than the um andrew garfield Amazing oh that yeah i'm i'm gonna be honest Definitely. i'm gonna be honest oh don't say no i think i think i like um, those better than this one mark you just have horrible taste i don't disagree you? with that yeah. i don't know i it's oh. it, i mean it's de- it's definitely i mean those are definitely less fun than this but it's, it's but the- electric eels mark <laughs> that's how electro got his powers he fell into a <laughs> vat of eels you're gonna buy that i find it more entertaining uh, uh, i'm sorry <laughs> i don't know about you john's um, drinking uh, it's a, it's a it's a different take. It's something I think a little bit more interesting. Um, uh, I mean, I'll I'll always put the Sam Raimi films before any of okay, these. Okay, that's fine. But because they they they, they, <laughs> they they Sam Raimi knows what those movies are, and he braces the, the fact that how campy it is, and how mm-hmm. just like like you know now oh, Toby's on the street dancing, he's he's snapping his fingers. <laughs> yes. and, and I I. I, I, I I accept those movies because I think that I think they're really fun. I I think they really get down what Spider-Man is in terms of. The char- I mean, I love Spider-Man too. It might be my favorite Spider-Man film. I mean, I agree. I like the Sam Raimi's, but and they they nail that like dual persona down. I think, and that's something mm-hmm. that uh, these two movies just haven't yet. Yeah, it's no. it's like even when he's Peter Parker, he's and he's trying to be Peter Parker, he's still kind of just Spider-Man. <laughs> Yeah. They don't like give him a chance to to let him be Peter Parker. Uh, I think I, I don't know. I think it's it's been a mistake how the way they've introduced him here. So. I, I think the movies are really fun. Like I, I really I like watching them. Um, yeah, I just if you look at it from kind of like the grand scheme of things, uh, I'm disappointed. When, when you when you put Spider Man, take him out of his element, and throw him into like like somewhere else, you, you're, you're, you know it's supposed to be fun. But the thing is, is like when it's supposed to be a standalone Spider Man film, and you're surrounding like putting a Nick, you're putting a Nick yeah, Fury, you're putting you're putting down. in Tony Stark, you're putting in all these other elements. Mm-hmm. I don't want. I'm gonna finish off here, but it's like when when you make it so much bigger than it, it needs to be, it just it gets so irritating and it's oversaturated. Yep. So, Although yeah. speaking of the Raimi movies, we did have one. Uh one thing Reference? happened what? in the uh, mid credit scene. Oh yeah, that 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 was. But where nice. was Stanley? <laughs> oh. <laughs> the man is bones. <laughs> was he in here? Oh. Spider Man stole that man's pizzas. <laughs> he stole that guy's pizzas. He stinks, and I don't like him. That's one of my favorite lines from the first movie. <laughs> it just cuts to like uh, people on the street. What do you think about Spider Man? He stinks. Check it out, Stanley. <laughs> Billy Ochnus running around with a microphone. <laughs> Miss for a dollar. What do you think about Spider-Man? Who? <laughs> there is a good interview with Billy on the street with Kate McKinnon. He convinces yeah. her that this is... It's not Reese... It, who is it? It's like Nicole some... Kidman or, no, or, not Nicole Kidman. No, Nicole Kidman. I think it is Reese Witherspoon. Reese like, this is Reese yeah. Witherspoon. Everyone's like, there's this one old dude who recognizes, like, oh, Reese, I've seen it. It's, like, <laughs> it's Kate McKinnon standing there. Yeah. And she's playing like, oh, yes, I remember. He's like, we're actually having this party right now. You want to come up? And Kate McKinnon's like, I would. But I have to get back to acting. And it's like <laughs> the funniest shit. Uh, uh, well, it's probably the only good. good thing Billy Eichner will be in this year. So, oh, oh, hot take. <laughs> I like him. I, I like. I like Billy. I like I, his acting. 
<laughs> you don't like, like him in uh, Parks like, and Rec? I liked him in Parks and Rec. I like well, him in Parks and Rec. He is a bit character in Parts and Rec. Yeah. Oh, I, was, li- I, like please, I like him regardless. Devices. Please, he is playing himself in Parts and Rec. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I like my... him in uh, uh, Difficult People. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. that's. But he's playing himself. I'm fine with that. I like him. Yeah. I don't think he has range, but I don't, he's good. Yeah, I don't think he can pull off a meerkat quite as successfully, but that's just my humble opinion. I hear he's the highlight of a certain shit film. Well, we'll know that by next episode. That was too much effort. It's more yeah, like, no. no. <laughs> Dad dies. No. Oh, Lord, I can't wait. <laughs> All right, can I go on to my movies? <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah. Uh, first thing, I watched Anima by Tom York <laughs> and Paul oh, Thomas no. Oh, Anderson. I watched this too. Oh, yeah. I still haven't. It's a trippy dance piece, a 15-minute short film. It's nice. kinda, I liked it. It's all right. It's the, I enjoyed it's, it. It's, it's to promote his, his new like album. Oh, and I loved it. It's his like his a, LP that just came out. It's a post-apocalyptic nice. 1984. They're working they're on buses <laughs> and they're dancing. I liked it. It was a good it. thing to lift weights too. I was like, oh, by the time it's over, I'll be halfway done. I didn't realize how lazy his eye was. <laughs> oh yeah, Tom York. Yeah, is that him? Yeah, that was him dancing. That was him. Oh, he's dancing. That, 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 I don't think that was much Ooh, dancing. Well, I mean, <laughs> he's judging been... by his voice, he's been through some shit, right? <laughs> I don't like, know. I don't I heard know. Him. Kind of. I heard him sing Gasolina. Oh, I need to hear that. You look it up. It's After pretty, this Suspiria. It's pretty cool. I like <laughs> Soundtrack it. Unmade and shit. I was like, who hurt you, Tom York? I don't know. <laughs> he's just on stage owning it. Uh, uh, he's, the, yeah, he's been dancing since King of Limbs. He's been, da- and it's, he's been, da- he's yeah. been dancing no, before that. Before that album, he never used to dance. Now he's, he can't. <laughs> he doesn't seem like the dancing type but to he me, does. to be honest with you. If you see him on stage live... He's just going at yeah, it. Yeah, he's kind of... He, if he that was it. him, I was like, he's good, all right. Man. He's, he's like, got some movement. This isn't some aged, crunchy granola shit. I can dig this. He's his. aged gracefully. He's like, like, he knows he's what like he is. emo Spider-Man. Well, isn't he like 20? Yeah. <laughs> like, and he just looks like a 60-year-old man? Yeah. I don't know. Um, the next thing was the funnest thing that I watched this week. Uh, also on Netflix. Netflix really killing the game. The Perfection starring Allison Williams, uh, Logan Browning from Dear White People, and Steven Weber. Ooh. Uh, this is... I like Allison Williams. Um, this is trippy as fuck. And nice. I can't spoil it before you guys have to see it. Because it, <laughs> it, it plays with um, expectations a lot. I said, don't spoil it. It's a lot of fun. Um, but... The one comment I have is, Netflix, where is your special effect budget going? You've got all these mm. million dollars and you can't make some decent special effects for us? Mm. Like, I, use practicals, people, because these CGI's look awful. I don't. That's a shame. I don't get that. Like, spend the, the extra and just make it fine. I mean, you know how many Netflix shows that are on there? I think you gotta calm down a bit. I'll never calm down, especially <laughs> to someone who hates Hereditary in this house. I didn't say I hate it. Yeah. I said it's a good you movie. You said you disliked him. Um, I don't know if he did. In my mind, I said did. I, I did not say I disliked it. Yeah, the next thing I watched was a dark comedy, 2017's Thoroughbreds, with Olivia Cook, Anya Taylor-Joy from The Vivitch, and the late Anton Yelchin. Uh, uh, this was his ooh, last film. He's getting uh, his uh, own documentary yeah. pretty soon. Hmm. He, he's an interesting actor. So, uh, it's... I describe it as Heathers with a very bitter punch and less in-your-face comedy. Okay. It was an extreme box office bomb when it first came out, but I wanted to watch it. <laughs> I, I think I might have shared it in one of our other chats. Sounds a little I think familiar. our movie chat before <laughs> Mark was even I, a factor I, in our lives. <laughs> I do know what this movie is, though. I've been mm-hmm. wanting to watch this. It's interesting, um, but critics loved it, and hmm. there's a lot of Equus vibes in it, too. There's a lot of horses and a horseplay going around. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, I enjoyed it. 
but not for the reasons that I thought I was going to enjoy it. And then part of me was like, this is kind of boring, too. I was Mm -hmm. like, it could have been a little more exciting, but I get the dry, uh, serious humor that it's going for. It's like really, really dark humor. Like, (laughs) just barely on the cusp there. All right. But it happens. At least it's on Netflix. Um, I also am almost done with my Evangelion watch. I finished the two movies, End of Evangelion, which is how the series, like, canonically should end. And... My God, it was so fucked up. I don't know how preteen me got through this. That's the one with the. Should I spoil it? Yeah, why not? It's been you, out for seen it? twenty years. No, I haven't seen it. Oh no, I'm, I don't oh, right. want to say well, it then. Some fucked up shit happens, and I just don't know how I blocked all this out. Wait, it's that's like, the one with the juice, right? Oh. Okay. Yeah, it's the one with the ju- <laughs> not Lizzo's juice neither. <laughs> She's oh, got, got the juice. Ju- it's got some juice in it, and I was like, Spike Lee's juice. No, you'll have to watch it to understand, dear. But um. <laughs> it fucked me up and I was like how did I block this out like literally I, I didn't understand how people block out memories but I did because I remember seeing this but I was like you're just trying to that. protect yourself literally um, so it's fucked up uh, next to last thing I watched Mary Poppins Returns for the first time huh? and I liked it yeah I and, think it's a likable movie and I realized that every Mary Poppins adjacent film Saving Mr. Banks the original Mary Poppins and this makes me cry like a baby she doesn't deserve you chimney sweeper (laughs) that's so true she didn't deserve I mean Lin-Manuel Miranda did not deserve her but he tried and it made me cry I think it's all the the father figures in this film these films because it's like Mr. Banks and then Michael and then saving Mr. Banks and his alcoholism and I was just like these themes really hit me hard and I (laughs) I mean I used to watch the original Mary Poppins religiously with Julie Andrews and stuff and it didn't hit me as hard then but I rewatched that and then saving Mr. Banks and then this and I just had a fucked up day. I don't know why I did that to myself. Oh, and I, I thought that Winnie the Pooh would like instill this emotion in me. Yeah. Little did I know, it was just in uh, Mary, Poppins. Mary Poppins Returns. And I mean, it's long. It's the same length as the original, which is fucking long for a kid. But you know, Jonathan, as a young boy, was strapped in for an intermission, an overture, and all that shazam. Back and when then, back when that came out, you needed to give the kids some place to go for a few hours. Yeah, the yeah. one kid that was up during it, it was like, "This movie's boring. I, I, I can't watch this." But I, I uh, shut up, fatty. <laughs> and Julie Andrews. Oh, we're gonna get McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Julie Andrews was supposed to reprise her role, but Aquaman but stole her away from it. She had to voice of huge squid yeah. or fish. But or they whatever got Angela Aquaman. Lansbury instead, who is a, a staple yeah, in the theater good. community, and I, I like her as Balloon Lady. Yeah, yeah. Balloon Lady. <laughs> Yeah. It was totally not Mary Poppins. Yep. Yeah. And then our last thing on the movie agenda. Don't worry, I don't have a lot of notes for the rest. Ooh. I have to talk about a certain Ariester joint. <laughs> one Midsommar. This is good. I, 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 I was, loved it I more. I thought it was great. I loved it more after thinking about it, as I did with the first Hereditary film. I think I gave Hereditary a solid B+, and then after yeah. thinking about it for two weeks, I was like, it's an A+. <laughs> There's nothing I can do. This isn't as high as Hereditary. I've got me. my beef with Midsummer, but... Yeah. I think it's an A, but I also don't think that I'm the target audience for Midsummer. Really? I don't think Are so. Are you serious? I, I feel like it's right up your alley. No, I yes. feel like to enjoy Midsummer to its fullest extent, you have to be a woman. You have to experience oh, okay. men in their kind. That's fair. First off, you know. Ari Aster said it like he did this uh, after a, oh, he a, did a, it, a, but a breakup. I, I think it would be a different experience if I was a woman on the end of a receiving douchebag relationship. Yeah. Having seen this film. Because I've read on Twitter, I've listened to podcasts uh, discussing the film, and I've heard, you know, critiques that like as a man, it's like, it's nothing I've never seen before. It was nothing out of the blue for me. But women, mm. on the other hand, have felt empowered by this. They've left the theater in tears. They've said that this is something that 
I didn't think film could ever give words to. Mm. And that's something that I'll never get, being a guy. So You just I, get everything else in the world. I feel <laughs> that if I was a girl and been through a... I mean, Christian, notable douchebag Christian, perhaps one of the most notable douchebags. <laughs> I mean, he's not a bad guy. He's just not a good... But he's he, just not a good boyfriend. Yeah. I think he's a micromanaging asshole. But that's just me. I think he's a bad guy. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wouldn't um, go that far, but okay. Mostly, it's not a good relationship. Yeah. I, it's I think there it's possible that there are faults on both sides, um, but the movie definitely does try to put you in the direction of him being uh, just kind of he the catalyst birthday, for guys. shit going down. That's true. That's I mean, pretty birthday. fucked up. I mean, her parents and sister just fucking died, and he forgot her birthday. I mean, I, I, when you're when you're thinking about like breaking up with this girl, and then it's like. Oh, shit, this girl's family just fucking died. I gotta stay with her. <laughs> they were together for four years. Yeah. yeah. You well, think that would have happened beforehand? Well, well like, we don't uh, know you, what they you were like You could be in a relationship for X amount of time and still, like, have, four years have, have second thoughts. Four years, and that Stony is not a relationship. Oh, I'm just saying, mm. you know. I mean, I do I just, give her... I just, I just love... I mean, I do say that she could have ended as well, but... I think yeah. he's way more to blame than she is in this movie. Yeah, that's and fair. And then Florence Pugh's acting... I would acting, agree with that. Delicious. Yeah, fantastic. Amazing. I actually I, really like um, it, towards the beginning of the movie when they're just kind of like going through the motions of their relationship and you're seeing how like, you know, uh, Christian's friends are reacting to it. Like, I kind of, I love that writing. Yeah. And I, I feel a little bit sad that we don't get more of that yeah, as uh, the movie the, the end, builds The up. beginning did start really strong for me. Too. Yeah. yeah it, I thought it was the best part of the movie for yeah, me. Which I, yeah. I can agree with, but I, I do like where it goes because at the... Initial draw of the film, I'm like, I don't think I'd be a part of this creepy Swedish cult. But then at the end, when she is May Queen and flower crowned, adorned, I'm like, sign me up for this flower. If I need to get the toxicity out of my life, if I need to just put Mark in a bear suit and set him on fire and just be done with that, I'll be okay with that. Hashtag hate bear. <laughs> hate Mark bear? Hate Mark it's bear. a bear in a cage. Bear in a cage. <laughs> we missed it, guys. We didn't get any bears oh, in the cage. If you, if you we, have any me bears and Matt were searching. Don't worry. Yeah. We both like got up for the bathroom. Like I was literally checking <laughs> the same day you were. I mean, they canceled that first pre-order, but I was like, I missed it too. Oh, man. Um, if, if any listeners out there have a bear in a cage, we'll... We'll pay I mean, premium. I, I Despite all our rage, we're I, still just bears. I already sent you a photo. I got mine. So <laughs> if you got yours, I think you'd burn it in front of me and watch me cry, wouldn't you? That's unbearable. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I thought this was a fine movie. I thought it was a fine movie. I'll accept that statement. <laughs> I, Go on. I, <laughs> you have his permission to continue. Continue. So. What I advocated about hereditary is going to affect this one, mm-hmm. word, but this one more so because I like clues. I like looking at things. I like picking up on things that might uh, foreshadow uh, for for the uh, the masses. Yeah, yeah, for for the climax of the film. Yeah, this one was right in your face. Yeah, and I did not like that. I, I I I appreciate it. I'll discuss. Finish your thought. I, and, you know, like. You know, it opens up with it with a more. We're not spoiling this, are we? No, who, please. Who listens? Okay. Um, uh, so, you know, it opens up with, with a mural that pretty much tells you verbatim what's going to happen in this movie. It, it, I like it's that, telling though. you the beginning, and the middle, and the end. And I've got some hot tea for this. I do like I, that because it's hard to process it all at once. I don't it know, Mark. You did not go into this movie and say that girl's going to put her pubes in the pie and he's going to eat it and he's going to fall in love with her. No, because then we got that later on with that other mural. And my hot <laughs> yeah. tea deals with this as well. So continue. And I, 
<laughs> if if that stuff was in the background, I mean, there was stuff like that, especially the one, the, the big one with the with the girl with the bear in the photo. That I did like, and the maiden fair. Yeah, uh, but it, no Game like, of Thrones reference. So, whatever. <laughs> so, I'm over. I that. thought that was a great cover. Just saying. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. True. <laughs> when when they're all like in in that hut or whatever that house is that they all stay in. I don't <laughs> or know. is the Swedish say the hoot? <laughs> whatever. <laughs> if that's, that's the pizza hoot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who, who sent that photo of uh, the Swedish chef in the crowd? Uh, <laughs> I did. Yeah. What do you mean? I was full of uh, midsummer memes. I, I was like, yeah, he would be here. Eat the bear to I lost where, where I was. Yeah, um, um, you see all like this little imagery, little stories, or like the history of like what they do during this uh, this festival, and if like if you picked up on that in the background without it focusing on it, yeah, I would have really loved that. Like you, you, like someone else had to go out of the way and like actually focus on what's going on there. I did not really like it being there, like like the camera like like focusing on for X amount of time, See, telling that, you what's going to happen later down the line in this movie. I, I'm just I'm just not a fan of that. I, I mean, I, I, I get that, but see, that's what I felt Hereditary did slightly better than this. Their clues it's were... more natural. I mean, we that, do get like, it, we get like a pan to like the sigil on the telephone pole and a pan to the sigil on Charlie's bed and it's like, oh, what does that mean? We're piecing it together slowly. This yeah. was more ham-hocked but it has a reasoning, and I'm going to wait for you to finish describing. Now, yeah, I, I will say that you know, Hereditary does do that better. It does pick up on those. Uh, you can pick up on those clues um, on your own. Uh, but I don't know. I, I I was I was looking for payoff, and I I just I don't know. It felt. It, I mean, after that opening scene. I loved it. I was yeah. like, oh, I'm in. I'm in for this, you know. Yep. And all like, I might know what's gonna happen, but I'm. I want. It's. It's also like, like you said earlier about uh, what Stranger Things. It's the journey, mm-hmm. you know. You want. You want to see like how it's gonna progress. Yeah. But I don't know. I just. I just. I kept lo- losing interest. It maybe it was also the length. It was just too long for me. Of I a movie. love the length. I mean, I think that Ari Aster needs like six hour cuts of this movie. I mean, you're, like, well, we got the director's cut yeah, coming. I mean, thirty I, minutes I'm, longer, three when, hours. When we left Hereditary, did I not say we can use another hour to that movie? And oh I'd yeah, be fine with it. And Ari Aster was like, I have a four hour cut in the back corner, <laughs> but I don't think American common Americans would be able to stand this. Oh yeah, I, it's it's not just that. It's just like I don't know. I mean, I I like all the acting that's in it, and yeah. and it's it's surprisingly it could be. Call it a dark comedy. Yeah, if yeah. That's or what a, it, date fi- a date, fi- a, chick flick, a, a, a date, a date, a yeah. breakup film. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> like like there's so many ways. Like of, if I had a bad boyfriend, I'd bring him to this film. That's true, girls' night out. <laughs> there are just some things I I could have I I think would have done differently. I don't know. I I, I mean it's I'm uh, I don't know. I, the I alcohol mean, softening me up. Don't worry, I'm not. Angry. There there's really not much in terms of. It's, I don't I don't think it's good or bad. I think it's like I said. I think it's just it's a fine movie. I find it very funny at times. When it's any time when it's supposed to be funny, it is. It really hits the, those marks. I mean, it, speaking of marks, Mark, my one of the funniest <laughs> characters in this yeah. movie. Uh, and That's big, how Mark and, is and, in real life too. And biggest douches. So hashtag guys, I'm high. We need to take a seat. There's a person here. <laughs> guys, is that guy gonna kill me? <laughs> yeah. uh, I pissed on his family tree. The, the, right? In, the ancestral tree. Yeah. You come. Uh, I guess I'm 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 gonna go. <laughs> Goodbye, movie. We're playing uh. Skin the Fool. Looks to Mark. <laughs> oh, and uh, Ari Aster did confirm in the AMA that it was Ulf, the guy that pointed yeah. out the tree 
thing. Yeah. Wearing his Who skin is wearing suit. His skin. Right? Uh, one of got the, confirmation. One of the funniest parts is at the end of the movie. And it's like, take this, take this. You'll feel no pain. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, that's meant to be there too, right? And then how even Pele in the beginning of the film is like, "My family died in a fire." Yeah, they didn't it, die in the way you thought they did yeah, yeah. after watching the movie. That that's 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 a good one. Yeah, I, there's I, a lot that, of those in this movie. But I don't know. I just for for how while, I pointed out, Matt, that drink's a little bit different than the other drinks at this table. Yeah. I wonder if there's you know <laughs> period blood in there, and lo and oh, behold, yeah. there was. That one's more obvious. Yeah, and it's. I mean, they, they're they're they, insisting drink this. They don't. But if you're a common audience member, you don't know where to look. If you yeah. want to go, if your average Joe and Betty beer can from Midwest, and you come to see this movie, you're not going to know what the <laughs> fuck to expect. And we and, have to realize that we are not the masses. We and, are and we're doing props. a cinema podcast. <laughs> we, yeah, we right. also went opening night, and it was just, it was preview dead, night, dead, opening. Night. It was dead quiet. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, except for the one girl who spilled the popcorn, which yeah. we give her. Or the one old man that kept going in and out yeah, for some reason. Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> oh, the guy. He, he, oh, I didn't even notice that. In like That's the odd. first few rows. I didn't even notice that. Excuse me. My my <laughs> eyes were on the screen, so I didn't know. I gotta empty my bag. <laughs> yeah. Um, props to the movie for not like explicitly pointing out that it you know was period blood in the drink or anything. Like no character mentions it. They I mean do it's have in the mural it in the or mural. second mural. Yeah. It's like oh girl emptying her period blood I mean, into I, a drink. I yeah. was I was waiting for those to happen. Like the cutting of yeah the, like the pubes and. Yeah, the pie. Her <laughs> you want a slice of my pie? Uh, yeah, pew pie breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't know if we uh, are sure about what the deal with the scissors is beneath the baby's bed. Oh, mm, I was getting like Gone with the Wind vibe. Isn't that like cut the pain? I have no I clue. Isn't that like an old uh, midwife thing that oh. used to put scissors on the bed to cut the pain in half? I've got to go through the area after I mean, That's just my culture showing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I, like, like I said, that, that same goes with Hereditary. I love all, all the cinematography. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. But was Tony Collette robbed? I hate you. <laughs> Answer the question, yes or no? Yes. Oh, yeah. All right. Dynamite performance. Oh, wait, hold on. I was thinking of... Uh, when I got it wrong a- before, Amy no, her <laughs> acting, uh, Tay Leone. And then I got confused. Like, oh wait, are you, are you messing with me right now? So that that's how I I'm so confused on those two names. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I'll kind of agree that Midsummer is uh, maybe a little bit long, and it's only because yeah, I'm echoing what Mark was saying that there are plot points you can easily pick up, and then you're just kind of spending the movie waiting for those things to happen. Um, so maybe it does kind of drag in that sense, but for the most part, I think even when there's kind of nothing substantial going on, it's just so interesting to look yeah. at. And so just it's like visually, Wes Anderson, and it was this yeah. guy's first production design on a film. I was like, this is crazy. It, it looks gorgeous. It was so just visually exciting yeah. that like I could I could watch a three hour cut, even if nothing else really happens in it uh, that oh, contributes to the plot yeah. if it's just like more visual flair and like more artistry I, I don't I like it <laughs> yeah I, I enjoyed this more after the viewing too when we got out I was like hereditary is way better but then after like I spent time thinking about it and re- recollecting and listening to things that people pointed out and I was like oh that he took like real Swedish medieval traditions and yeah. brought them to film and I was like that's crazy like how that exactly happened the at the stupa <laughs> and the like filleting of the flesh and whatever I was like that's all really happened like yeah. that's crazy <laughs> and how he brought it there but I also this I mean I didn't read it but the script leaked um, for the initial draft which is like the four hour draft of this movie 
before the film came out about six months ago. And I read it after, the night of I saw the, the film, I read it afterwards, and I kind of liked the script way better. Um, it was a lot more heavy-handed. Um, instead of giving us murals for, like, what's going to happen in the film, there was, like, a silent film variation of, like, a woman falling in love with a man and going, like, what do I do to get this man? And the subtitles are like, cut off your hair and put it in the pie and then bake it and he'll eat it and fall in love. And it's, like, real sappy like that. Instead of watching Austin Powers in the film, they watch <laughs> that instead. Um, uh. And there was a lot, there were a few more rituals that describe how Connie or whatever that one girl, the English girl, is like, death yeah. is like played out and stuff that made a little more sense there's more children involved and i was like i could see this cut i could see this cut really influencing me okay matt uh, you you said this before it's like why even bother like like um <laughs> um um pretending that everything's going to be okay with these foreigners yeah, well, they could have well, we killed going. them right off the we that, but that, they did it though. That is a gripe of mine. Like it seems like the the movie just coincidentally waited for a character to do something wrong uh, in order for them to be yeah. killed, even well, though that's Pele, what they were brought for for that purpose. Mm, so that's it, true. It just yeah, I it doesn't really make that much. sense. I agree with that. But the <laughs> mm-hmm. Pele does go like to Danny and says like I'm glad you're here. Gives her a kiss. Like the elder welcomes her. Gives her a hug. As opposed to the other ones that they're like, oh, they're just the spares. They brought them here just yeah. for sacrifice. <laughs> and we figured out exactly what we're going to do. But it's a movie. We're not... It's, it's a movie. And we have to have that thing of disbelief going into it, too. Yeah. Like kind of, it, it's a fairy tale. And that's how Ari Aster describes it. It's a fairy tale for Danny. It's a <laughs> self-fulfilling fairy tale where she finds the power within herself after going through all of this grief to become a new person. Oh yeah, become another person. And I think it, it become does. another person. Oh man, was, was it Master of Disguise like, the whole the, time? I think, the, the influencer for I this movie. I think that's really the crux of every movie we watch on this podcast, isn't it? <laughs> Cherry Pie Man, Master of Disguise, Harry Pie Man. <laughs> it was a Harry that's Pie, wasn't good. it? That's pretty good. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. I, I think Midsummer it did pretty much nail what it set out to do. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed it, and I think I'll be a fan for Ari Aster, even though he says he's not doing any more horror, but I don't know if I believe that tricky rabbit. I mean, this was a comedy. What is he talking about? I mean, I found Hereditary in this a commentary, uh, a comedy afterward, a commentary on comedy afterwards. Uh, whatever. <laughs> well, that was a doozy. Yeah. Only got five more for me. Oh, no. Oh, always. It's over you. Five more movies. Oh, I'm a, I'm a blaze Jesus right Lord. through this. All right. 30th anniversary uh, screening of Do the Right Thing. Nice. Uh, it was a 16-bit 4K digital restoration courtesy of Criterion. It looked great, sounded great. Uh, pick up the Blu-ray if you haven't. I will. Uh, that's that's it for that. It's a There's great movie. sales going on currently. Barnes & Noble. <laughs> July sale. Half off. Criterion. Blu-rays on DVDs. There we go. Uh, great movie. Perfect for summer. Or midsummer. Next I saw Yesterday. This is uh, uh, Danny Boyle doing the Beatles nice. uh, kind of... Uh, his little twist on it. It was disappointing. Oh, uh, probably one of my most disappointing movies of the year. Uh, just because I did kind of have somewhat high expectations from it. I think the premise is pretty fresh, and they do like some fun jokes with it. But the they make it into like a romance, and the romance that that's at the center of it is just kind of so bland. Um, there are kind of good choices um, by the movie, by the script toward the end that I appreciate. But um, it's it's skippable. Def, I wouldn't really recommend watching it in theaters. You know, wait that, for streaming or something. That's upsetting. I was, it, I was looking forward to this. Me too. It looked yeah. interesting. 
it, like it really premise. it really just ends up being like a minor outing. Do, uh, do you think oh. this will be better or worse than that that uh, other movie that's coming out with um, Bruce Springsteen? Bruce Springsteen, uh, Blinded yeah. by the Light. I'm yeah. not a real Bruce fan. I, and I know yeah, saying that living in New Jersey I know. is sacrilege. <laughs> I hate Bruce. I don't hate. I don't hate. I like his show. I like the Springsteen show with like him. I mean, we were born the he gets some good, some good I think he's always trying to squeeze one out every yeah. time he's singing. <laughs> I think I could get really into him. I just after his Tony uh, Award delaying <laughs> performance though on last year's Tonys. It was really fucked up. I was like, we're going to make it on time. And he's like, no, I've got a 30-minute monologue i got to deliver first. And it's like, <laughs> fuck me. Oh, man. Well, he does like his shows to be four hours, so. But, I mean, I think Blinded by the Light will be better. Like, yesterday, it respected the beat Revved of music. Revved up like a douche? Is that the, the lyric? No, that's, uh... Blinded by the Light. Revved yeah. up like yeah. a douche and I'm rolling <laughs> in the night. I didn't know it was revved up like a... No, d- is it? I asked. It, sa- it sounds like it. Probably yeah. revved up like a coupe, if I had to guess. I don't know. I, I, don't, keep, I keep hearing I listen douche. To it I, I don't think that's true. <laughs> if it's douche, I like Bruce a whole lot more now. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it just didn't really need to be Beatles-centric. Like, it could have been any artist. Oh, and Ed Sheeran makes, like, a sizable appearance oh, in this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I saw that, the trailer, yeah. and I was like, that ginger troll, uh, back I w- again. I want you to just say, hey, dude. <laughs> Uh, get out of here, Ed. Yeah. I don't get his Nobody popularity. I never got oh, his popularity. He's, he's falling there out. Is, there is a fun scene. Let him fall. Ed, Ed, <laughs> I mean, he's nice. I like him. <laughs> oh, who cares? Ed in this movie does kind of play um, an egotistical musician artist. That's oh, kind of how funny. Cute, how cute are him? And so it's like, I think he has his ego like kind of hurt. So he's like, hey, uh, I think the main guy's <laughs> name is Jack. He's like, hey, Jack. Like in a room with a whole bunch of people at like a concert arena, he's like, "How about we do a? a each of us goes into our room for ten minutes and we figure out who could write the better song." That's not how songs work. <laughs> and Ed comes out with like this penguin fucking shit, like a song about a penguin. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, Jack just blows him away completely, and Ed is like visibly hurt. He's like, "Okay, guys, I'm just gonna go to bed." What was it <laughs> instead of octopus garden? It was a penguin garden. No, he's no. not the one that finds up the songs. Oh. Do this. oh, I'm just saying, like oh, in comparison. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I forget which one Jack pulls out, but you know, it's a solid one. And pulls out his dick, <laughs> <laughs> and the crowd goes nuts. <laughs> I'm tired. Um. <laughs> Uh, speaking of concerts and stuff, the next movie I watched was IMAX Soundgarden Live from the Artist Den. This oh, was just wow. a concert wow. movie. Uh, if you like Spoon <laughs> Man, <laughs> yeah. If you, like, if you like Soundgarden, check it out. It sounded pretty awesome in IMAX, I gotta say, and it looked fantastic. Um, and it was like three hours long, so it was like pretty fucking long. <laughs> three hours. <laughs> Let's see. We went through Midsummer, went through Spider Man. Oh, Child's Play. Oh, hey, I wanted to see this. This was, this was good. What? Oh. No, it wasn't. It <laughs> no, was a liar. This was good. I, I don't see believe it. you. I want to see it because it was hot garbage. Yeah, me too. I, no, like it's good in that hot garbage kind of way. But like, huh. it, it, nobody knows what it is. It embraces the camp. Well, it was a fun time. Um, instead of being possessed by a demon, this Chucky doll is like. I really like how they updated. Damn, bala de Sorry, switch, switch. No, this this Chucky doll. It's updated for the 21st century, so it it's looks, like you got a squid app. It's, yeah, it's able to plug into your phone and like to your house over yeah. over Wi-Fi, and it could, could. My God, that could happen to us. <laughs> yeah, they do some fun things with like home automation and <sighs> and stuff like that. It, it's a fun time at the movies. I I enjoyed it quite a bit, and Aubrey Plaza, she's awesome. 
So, yeah, I do love her. I, I, this was a pleasant surprise. I was expecting it to be worse, but I'm pretty happy. <laughs> I hear it's pretty stupid, though. Oh, of course. Right, that's go what you go to. I mean, we did see Ma in the theaters <laughs> I, and really I, enjoy yeah. that. I've so. watched all the Child's Play movies, so I, I will be watching this. Yeah. Even, even the Netflix ones, Cult of Chucky. I mean, yeah. <laughs> It's a but good there's time. no Jennifer Tilly in this movie. Hey, Andy. So. Academy Award winner Jennifer Tilly. <laughs> oh, God. and the, You got to follow uh, Subway Creatures on Instagram and find that clip of oh, uh, yeah. the random Subway dude doing his impression of Chucky. Brother, it's, yeah. it's me, Chucky. <laughs> Want to play? <laughs> it's awesome. It is. I love New York. <laughs> um, and also last, a show you could watch. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Tiffany Pollard. And lastly, I saw Crawl. This oh, is a, I, well. According to this Steven, also was like garbage. Uh, according to Steven Sadek, who is resident crocodile expert and also we hate movie uh, podcast co-host, okay. yeah. he loved this fucking movie. Oh, well, they're alligators, not crocodiles. Whatever he meant, he put crocs. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. It, it was again. It's enjoyable. It was a pleasant surprise. I thought. This, I thought. <laughs> I thought this was going to be more like the right. Met. The Meg, the uh, Chinese-American co-production with Jason Statham from last year, but it actually ended up being a little bit more like a, a Quiet Place. Um, less tension than A Quiet Place. That goes more places and does more interesting things, but they they work with what they have for Craw. I kind of got to give them props. The, the trailer is just so hilarious. The trailer is bad. It. Oh, the it's horrible. I, I, lo- I think it's so funny. The, oh, movie, the movie is better oh. than the trailer would have you think. Just all the secrets. Does the dog live? Is there, is there Should a dog I tell in this you? Movie? Have you seen the trailer? There's that one frame of a dog, so I mean... <laughs> I'm pretty sure it gets, that that gets chopped. Uh, no spoilers here. All right, but um, oh, what was I gonna say? They, I I also like that you know, as opposed to a quiet place, which has like monsters, this does play out more like a monster movie than a horror movie. Nice. Um, I like that they're alligators. They're not like super powered alligators. <laughs> I like they're, that they're alligators. <laughs> no, they're not like a supernatural being or <laughs> like they're not regular, monsters. They're regular fucking alligators. <laughs> like honestly, the the way the movie portrayed it made it seem kind of like a realistic situation. <sighs> like uh, you know, you're so full of shit. No, I don't know. No, really, that, coming out of your mouth. That, that, really did. That, that, <laughs> that when it comes to if her- it was a real thing, people would have left that house before the hurricane even hit. <laughs> Uh, Dad, there's what a happened? reason. There's a reason. I would have left Dad in the basement. He's Most gone. people do. They're <laughs> looking for help. No one's around. I, I just love her, her being scared out of her mind, and then it's like her in a, in a bathtub going, "Come on, you son of a bitch!" And it's like, <laughs> I know it looks so much fun. It's that alligator. I don't think it really understands what's going on. I also don't oh. know who that actress is. I I think she I know re- she is. She reminds me of like a mix between Allison Williams and Britta from Community. I think. Oh, did you ever watch Daredevil? No, uh, the the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, she might be one of the supporting uh, cast mm-hmm. members on that show. That's possible. Um, who I, who, about this? I'm looking it up. Uh, I, I, which one I don't like? I think <laughs> I don't think she's that great. Kaya Scodelario. Mm. Kaya Scodelario. <laughs> Switch. Switch. Kaya Scodelario. No, crawl, crawl was good. Crawl was surprising. Hey, alligator, what a play! <laughs> uh, I don't think that's. <laughs> I don't think she's from anything, but. I'm looking. Oh, finally, that is that's the Maze Runner, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Oh, she's probably Wuthering been... Heights. Oh, the Ted Bundy drama, Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. Um, hmm. she was in. Uh, oh yeah, Tuesday. that thing. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's uh, what I got. Uh, well, she, well I, think, I think this is the the beginning and ending of her career. <laughs> 
So we'll see. I, it was good. I gotta say, I was surprised. And that's it for me on movies, baby. All right, let's move on to theater. Try on the boards. I got nothing. I got nothing. I got something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go see the West Side Story revival in 2020. Directed by Ivo Van Hove. It's the first time they're doing away with the classic Jerome Robbins choreography. Oh, wait, I thought you were wait, talking wait. about the movie. Wait, that too, but that's in December. It's yeah. a, a revival currently um, going to go on the same time simultaneously on Broadway, which did, rarely hmm. happens. Did you say Red Robbins? Say. Yum. <gasps> um, Got him! I'm going to go see it two days after opening. It, I mean, it seems pretty great cast, and it's going to be something totally different from the normal West Side Story fair, but uh, there's some notable tea going on in the Broadway community. They cast uh, Amar Ramasar, who was in the revival of Carousel that I saw, mm-hmm. and he wasn't a very good actor. He's a great mm. dancer. But um, he also has some drama because he shared some topless, bottomless images of women from the American Ballet Company. Oh. And got fired and then oh, rehired boy. for this production. Oh, no. And the internet is not having it. They're That's... saying, get rid of Amar. I and support And I'm that. along for the ride! <laughs> the dramatic ride that's going to uh, follow in the coming months. Leash. But... That's fucked up if they do even cast it, him as a principal. And this, this is somebody song. who can't even really act. Well, according to, the, according to the internet. I mean, I'm not a Broadway producer. I mean, from what I saw, I was like, that's not acting. But he's an okay dancer. But oh I don't think that probably, forgives Probably a riff or, a, or an action. Bernardo. Bernardo. Oh, is he of uh, color? Well, this production's different, Mark. That's all I'll give <gasps> We're you. We're switching it. There's a lot of switches going on. but um, Interesting. A Bernardo who can't act... I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Well, he doesn't stay around for long. What? <laughs> Future watch on this podcast, maybe. <laughs> yeah, the, ah, the movie's good. I like the movie. That movie's a classic, Mark. I'm just saying, I like. I'm, I'm, I know. I'm, <laughs> when I just you say, say I like the movie. Eh, that movie's good, it sounds like <laughs> it's average fan. I mean, it's West Side Story, you know? Yeah, it's I, fucking amazing. Yeah. But, Which we don't need a remake. Yeah. It's not a remake. It is a remake. It's not a remake. Okay. It's completely new. They um, Tony Kushner updated the book. Did he? Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. Well, it's still a remake. Wait, we it's talking about? Not. If you talk- update it, it's a remake. Now Gina Rivera about- is playing a male role. Okay. <laughs> oh, so this is the the musical, not the movie. Well, supposedly Steven Spielberg, yeah, is uh, sticking closer to the musical roots than the movie roots. The movie switched uh, okay. some things around. Okay. Yeah. I watched it, but I don't, don't know shit about, about stuff. Don't argue about Story with me on this podcast. I'll win every time. <laughs> that Story is just it's, it's it's a good movie, and and that's it. That that's my hot take. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm done with trying the boards. Can we get on to music? Can we uh, not uh, I, got, I got nothing. And end this so we can get into a movie. I got nothing. Yeah, I don't have much. Uh, we watched the trailer for Terminator: Dark Fate in the theater, <laughs> and that has a cover of Bjork's Hunter. A really shitty cover where it's just like a guy who sounds kind of lullaby Do you want to live forever? No, that's Gemini. Oh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> but also a terrible song. <laughs> no, this one is, I'm going hunting. <laughs> I'm not stopping. <laughs> and it's just so bad. So I, I had to like cleanse my palate and listen to the original by Bjork, make sure it wasn't ruined. And I was like, no, this is still bloody fantastic. The drums, the strings are all here. And then I was just on a Bjork kick. So check out Bjork's 90s works if yep. you haven't. They're fucking awesome. Wow. Um, I got nothing. <laughs> so, well, well, I guess we'll have to end this episode. <laughs> I guess right? so. Our podcast <laughs> at ends. last, on a, at last. On an anticlimactic note. <laughs>
Uh, <laughs> Sorry, audience. Hash, do we, do we usually have a better transition than that? What's a transition? Yeah, fair. <laughs> Who? Hmm? Huh? Huh? Am I ending this? You are. It's your Ooh. bridge of episodes. Well, I guess, <laughs> I guess so. But if you're, if you're, if you're not, if you're not too busy uh, hashtagging, hashtagging hate Mark, I will uh, be all night. Where, where can the listeners find y'all? Uh, they can find me at losing my mind JK on Instagram, drink and read JK on Twitter, and you can follow my other anime slash Studio Ghibli podcast for our final episode. Or is it? <laughs> and anime was not a mistake. Maybe there'll be more coming at you down the pipeline. A certain award show in mind. But recently we watched Mary and the Witch's Flower, which is Studio Ghibli adjacent. And we might have thought about it a little bit on that podcast. Ooh. Who I'm, won? They, I, I came to fight. <laughs> <laughs> got the boxing gloves that's on. That's my tagline. And uh, that's where you can find me. Uh, you can find me. My name is Matt. And I will be playing Dr. Mario World because I just got a notification 20 minutes ago that my hearts are full. So let's eliminate some viruses. I think on that, on that, I'm Big Mac. So, you know, if you go up against me, take it easy on me. And you can find me over on Instagram at Junior, or you can find me on Twitter at uh, Man Who Wears Hats, or you can follow my other podcast, Inside the Gamer Stronghold. And that is recently... Uh, being reformatted or or more of like a redux uh so if you haven't for those that haven't been listening remix sierra this podcast is automatic supersonic hypnotic funky fresh break it down bitch let me say you're backing up so i'm recently uh just changing the format of it and uh i'm gonna see where this goes it's actually what i've been looking forward to uh Prior before my podcast started, so I have a new co-host joining me, and you can find it probably I want to say the the first week or so of August. So uh, stay tuned for that. Oh, I will. Yep, I'll be waiting. Yep, I'm bated breath. Yep. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Nightcaps at the Theater. We hope you've enjoyed your time with us this evening, as much as we had with you. If you're not too hungover, or haven't thrown up on your cat yet, please be so kind to rate, review, and subscribe to us on various podcast platforms. Oh, it looks like Matt's passed out in a bag full of McDonald's and John's swinging a wine bottle at me. I guess it's time for me to get going. Good night, everyone, and make sure to tip your Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs>